Hello, craft beer friends, and welcome to Season 8, Episode 12 of Tap to Craft Podcast. I am Denny Luce, coming to you from Boise, Idaho, and my partner in craft, the dog whisperer, and my favorite Florida man, also known as Drinking Eagle, from Tampa, Florida, Mr. Chris McKenzie. Hi, do tonight, Chris, and of course, what is in your glass? Well, Denny, this evening I'm doing really good because, well, I had today off, and... Um, I have been enjoying just time here at the house and uh, we just got done with dinner and oh. I made sure I was enjoying a couple of good beers with dinner and um, give me a second to uh, undo this real quick okay. so I can show you what I'm drinking. Okay. Look at that. And fancy I, think it's, thing. Uh, I think it's a little iconic that we're drinking. Well, I'm drinking Gord's Gone Wild <laughs> from Tampa Bay Brewing Company. It's a pumpkin beer. It's a little late for a pumpkin beer, isn't it? Listen, we've got extras <laughs> left in the fridge. And okay. we bought these. I bought these for for Megan specifically, okay. and there's still one more in the fridge. Okay, so there you go. Down it is it I'm nice and cold still. One. And we're gonna put this back back in, in the here. frost, buddy. Put the lid back on. Look at that, so it stays nice and cold. Um, but yeah, things are good. I'm enjoying this beer from Tampa Bay Brewing Company again. It's called Gord's Gone Wild. And um, what uh, what's in your glass today? And how are you doing? Well, you everyone might hear a frog in my voice, uh, might hear me clear my voice. I'm going to try to mute whenever possible so I don't, uh, you know, hack up some phlegm or whatever. But it seems like my sinuses are draining. I think we had the same problem a month ago or whatever. And then last night, <clears throat> it went in, it went down into my chest. So I kind of got some, you know, groggly, uh, chesty stuff. But I, I, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, so I it wasn't enough to cancel the recording, but, uh, but yeah, you might hear a little bit different thing in my voice, but I'm doing well. I have this week off like you, Chris, I'm going to enjoy some, uh, relaxing time, uh, ease out the end of the year. I do go back to work the week after for three days. I, I didn't mm. take two weeks off, but, um, it's okay. I'll go back to work three days and then take a nice four day weekend into the new year. But, uh, what's in my glass? Um, I'm because again, I'm not feeling the best. I'm only drinking one beer a night. So I've been drinking a lot of water, a lot of tea, trying just to flush my, you know, get my head clear. But, um, I am drinking heretics shallow grave. It's a rich, smooth porter. And this did win the, uh, uh, a medal in the world beer cup in 2014 and 2016 great American beer festival, silver medal winner. Uh, yeah. And I think I might've had this on the show not too long ago. I can't remember, but it was a, the big, you know, it was a 16 ounce beer. I want to make sure I had enough beer to last for at least a little bit of the show and it can get warm if I don't drink it so fast so that, uh, you know, it'll still be in here for the majority of the show. And here's, look at that nice, dark, robust porter. I'm drinking out of my prodigal son glass. So say, tell me about that glass. Where'd that come from? So this glass is from the Prodigal Sun Brewery in Pendleton, Oregon. And Pendleton, Oregon is like halfway between Boise and and Portland. If you're going to take I-84 all the way from, from where I live to Portland, where my family lives. And this is a halfway st- spot that we like to stop at, uh, eat, eat lunch, mm-hmm. drink some beer, and then carry on on our way. And they make some really, really good beer. So that's what Prodigal Sun is. So did you grow up in Portland? So I, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't grow up all, all all in Portland. I did 
uh, we did live in Portland for a few years. Uh, we lived in Portland proper. We lived outside in Aloha and Beaverton and Hillsboro. Okay. Uh, so we lived outside back then, back in the seventies and eighties, uh, that was separated by like a lot of, uh, rural road to get to each of these towns. Now it's just one big giant metropolitan area. It, there's no longer separation between the different, you know, cities they are all combined into one. So, so, well, interestingly enough, I live in Hillsborough County. So, okay. Um, but do you still like to keep it weird? No, no. no. I, I, that's why I don't live in Portland. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I mean, I, I can be weird, but I'm not weird, weird like that. <laughs> I'm not Portland weird. That's for sure. Okay. Fair enough. <sighs> okay, Chris. Well, we missed you last week. I hope you guys had a fantastic time. Uh, I did. Okay. I had our, our diehard watchers on Facebook that were helping me out, asking questions for, you know, let me feel like I, I was, you know, talking to someone else besides myself. So it went up pretty good i don't know if you got a chance to listen to the show or not i did yep okay yeah it sounded like you had a lot of fun and yeah. a lot of people were and, and a handful of people were participating yeah. so that's good they yeah. didn't make you do it all by yourself no no and i and i did struggle trying to get uh figure out how to get the facebook thing to work i did a test i i i guess i did a test thing that really went live i didn't realize it till the next day when i saw <laughs> there was a minute and 30 when i'm trying to figure out how to make this thing work i thought it was just a test and then I ended up deleting that because that was embarrassing. But uh, but then I went live and it looked like everything worked pretty well. So All right. good. So good, I, good. you can leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to. I mean, yeah. you know, I yeah. enjoy. I always enjoy this time, and it was funny because um, when I texted you, I went, "Oh my gosh!" Because we we didn't have a date for our Christmas party until mm-hmm. about a week before it happened. Yeah, and I went, "Yeah." So we got we're gonna we're doing a Christmas party gonna have to skip the episode so the show went on the hey show went on. and it's uh cheers to you for uh <laughs> holding it down while we were partying it up in downtown tampa oh good so. good well it's worth it you gotta take care of your uh workers right mm-hmm. show them a good time show them we that, uh, yeah at the end of the year all that hard work pays off now you can have some fun we okay. definitely try to. All right. So let's get started with the show. Before we get too far in, I always want to let anyone new listen to Tactical Craft Podcast know what we are all about. We are an educational podcast. We like to focus around everything craft beer because we want to help assist you, our listener, along in your craft beer journey and adventures. And you listen to episode 194. We're recording a little bit earlier uh, you know, this, this this show won't be out for two weeks. Well, a week and a half, I guess. But we're recording on Monday, December 20th, 2021. This is our last episode of the year. And we didn't miss it again. Once again, eight years, we haven't missed uh, an episode. Uh, even for holidays, we, we do it. And uh, if hopefully you guys will come visit us on Facebook, because we do record this on the Monday before release. Uh, on Facebook Live. If you have Facebook, go and you, and you follow us. If you don't, go follow us on Facebook, our page, Tap to Craft Podcast. And, uh, and and just look for a notification that says that we've gone live and just join us. You don't have to join us for the whole show. Just come in and, and say hi, you know, for five minutes, maybe 10, 15 if you can, or a half hour, or like some of our diehard listeners that join us for the entire recording. We really we love it. We love interacting with everyone and, and it's fun. You get to kind of see how the show is made and you get to see us live in, in person. 
And screwing stuff up too. Don't and forget this, about that. Of course, of course. We we always do that. But in this episode, uh, we will be discussing a few things. I, I was hoping to have a short episode, but you know what? I've got stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about losing untapped unique check-ins. You've heard it from me before. I keep saying, you know what? It feels like I my my number keeps going down. I don't understand what's going on. Well, you know what? I've got an answer for you because you, it is going down. It really is. So oh, stay no. tuned. Stay tuned. Check on my numbers too. <laughs> yeah. I had that. I had a specific badge the other day or a couple of weeks ago, and just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we're okay. Okay. I think we're okay. And um, yeah, and then we're also going to talk about it is the end of the year and untapped has gone ahead and released their 2021 year-in-beer statistics for all untapped users. So we're going to talk about Chris, Chris's and mine untapped stats this year, how, how we did. And we're we also, did great. We did, yeah, we did great. I, I haven't seen your numbers yet, so I'm kind of curious to see how you did. But I didn't do you too bad. You beat me every year. You, and it's amazing <laughs> because you beat me every year, and I check into it as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And you're just a step ahead of me pretty much every year. And you know, that just drives me to be better okay. every year. That's right. I'm pushing you to be the best you can be. <laughs> the best beer drinker ever. Yeah. And we're also going to move along in our favorite brewery segment. And we're going to talk about our favorite breweries that start with the letter C. C is for Charlie. Charlie Daniels. <laughs> oh, Charlie Daniels. I missed that guy. Um, so, Denny, before yeah. we get into that, I'm trying okay. to figure out where... Here I go next because I've got three beers here with me. I'm not sure which to drink next because I have a I have a beer from McKellar. Okay, it's a it's a Game of Thrones beer for anybody oh, yeah. who's uh, big into the Game of Thrones. Okay, I've got a uh, a brown ale with uh, coconut, hazelnuts, and cacao nibs, and then I have one called Don't Worry, Be Gummy, which is a hazy IPA, and I'm not sure which one to drink. Wow. And you just got done drinking a pumpkin ale, so yeah, it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, so if you want to shock your system, go with that uh, that gummy one, that new IPA. If you you want to do a shock to your system, that'll do it. We'll have that. Okay. Um, and I and before, so give you a heads up. I might be a little a little goofy this evening. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, one, it's the last show of the year. There we go. Um, and I made sure I had a couple of couple of beers before we got started and um i finished my last sierra nevada celebration too before uh before we finished and we may talk a little bit about this here this evening okay as well We'll i started putting footage together for a video for this oh i can't wait but we'll talk about this a little later okay well you know what uh before Again, before we get too far in, Chris and I always want to thank all of our Patreon supporters because this episode is brought to you in part by our satisfied Patreon supporters like Mike Allen, Bill Schlemmer, Amanda and Kevin Argauer, who are our virtual producers, and Tom Byrne, Jeff Seiler, Johan Halberg, Tara Carlson, Chandler Massa, Mark Church, Matt Knight, and Eric Ronley, who want to buy us a virtual beer. And if you enjoy the content we provide, we invite you to support the show by toasting your hosts or buying us a virtual beer or even being a virtual producer. You can explore the options on our support page by visiting patreon.com slash tap the craft. And guess what? We got some more feedback. I love it when we get feedback and it's from John Ream again. John Ream of Trek Brewing wrote back in to give a little bit of uh, feedback, a little bit of, 
you know, help along with some top or some content here. And he wanted to share his favorite recipe to cook with beer. And this, when, when you sent this out, I thought, you know what, John, I think we talked about this. And he said, yeah, I think we talked about it as well on one of our Thanksgiving meal episodes. Mm. So if you go back probably five years ago or so, uh, you probably heard this already, but I'm not going to talk in, about it. We're just going to say the the recipe is roasted garlic IPA mashed potatoes. And this is a pretty, the, I got a link. I'll put the link is already in the show notes that I'll, that you guys will be able to just click on and go to that page. But it's definitely got a lot of steps in there. It's a lot, not the easiest one to do. I think it, it says it looks pretty easy, but there's a lot of words. So just keep, keep that in mind. But he says it's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. Thanks, John, for providing the, some feedback and, and giving another recipe for our listeners to try with beer. And then our buddy Jim Kudzel, he wrote in to let us know that you can find a great price on a set of four B cups for $10. And that includes free shipping and oh. no minimum order number. So you can order just one box of four B cups for $10 out the door. Maybe some tax might be added, but no shipping. Um, and I'll have a link to that at, in the show notes as well in the link section. So, uh, yeah, there you go. If you want to get some B cups on the cheap, that's a great deal. Two fifty a, you know, a glass. That's, and they, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I do that. yeah. And they have uh, they have IPA, which is the one for ten dollars. They also have the stout and the lager, and those are for eleven dollars for four. And then they have the lager or the funky cup. And that's uh, nine ninety for four. I don't know where where they got the nine ninety. It must be on super discount at the nine ninety level. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's fantastic. Well, I did just post that garlic IPA mashed potato recipe to our Facebook page. So if you guys want to check that out, okay, cool, cool. And Jim also he wrote another email. Uh, he sent us a or uh, yeah he sent us a link to Untaps top ten breweries of twenty twenty one now. Jim is a little bit late because Chris had already posted this on our Facebook page, just kind of baiting me in with another damn top just 10 a little, list. Just a little. <laughs> he knows how I hate these things, especially <laughs> one that's full of so many. I, I, I literally said BS. It's, this is yeah, BS. I agree with you. Now, there's one exception, though. The, the, the number one being Treehouse. Although I've never had Treehouse, I still hear so many good things about it still today. Mm-hmm. So that one... Is probably you know is one of the real ones that that is okay to be on there, but the, so many of the other ones on there, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't need a, I don't need a list. <laughs> I don't know why people keep checking in so many beers from some of these breweries, but but he but Jim also um, you know had a little bit to say about Treehouse. He says I grew up within ten miles of where Treehouse is located. I am amazed at the volume they produce, given that they don't distribute. You have to go to the brewery to buy their beer. There is always a line at the brewery, and they recently expanded their parking lot to accommodate more customers. Treehouse was an early adopter of the New England IPA style, and they rode that wave. They also make really good beer, and it's an experience to try to try it on tap right at the source. So thank you, Jim, for giving a little bit uh, of insight on there. And um, yeah, Treehouse is one of my bucket list breweries I will visit when I am in, uh, in, in the area. Um, I, I do want to go to Treehouse for sure. Have you been to Treehouse, Chris? I've not been to the brewery. I've had a couple of their beers, okay. and um, out of all the beers that I've had from them, they live up to their hype. Mm-hmm. Good. They really do. Good, good. 
Okay. Well, thank you, John and Jim, for writing in and uh, providing some feedback. Uh, anyone out there that wants to be like John and Jim and send us your comments or questions, you can do that through email at taptocraft.gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram. Just follow us and tag us at taptocraft. And feel free to follow us on Facebook at the facebook.com slash taptocraft site and, um, and, 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 Join us live and comment on the posts. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we post on Facebook that uh, that you can, you know, find some good articles and some laughs and and some banter with, uh, you know, between us back and forth. So it's, it's all good. So go, go find it. And we do have a website. It's at tapthecraft.com. And uh, we love to hear our, you know, we like to listen to what our listeners also have to say to us. And if you want to do that and get your voice heard on the show, you can do that easily by calling our voicemail number 208-536-3359 or 208-53-ODDLY and just leave your comment, your question, your feedback, whatever you want, your your crappier journey. What, hey, we, we like it all. So just go ahead and join in the conversation. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're just to the point where we we just love hearing from you guys. Yeah. So give us a call. If you're enjoying something, especially we have this big holiday break, or at least most people do call us and tell us about a beer you're drinking that you really enjoy too. Yeah, of course. Okay, Chris, you know what? I think our listeners were disappointed that I didn't do the segment that you're going to do right now. The untouched, you know, wait, let me do the whole thing. Let's continue the conversation because now it's time to untap the craft and see what our listeners are drinking according to Untapped. Okay, so we are going to... St- My internet connection is unstable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know that, Chris, because you're yeah. roboting. <laughs> well, get, get everyone off of YouTube. Oh, we're still on the good one. I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully after the new year, we'll fix that. Um, but first on the list is going to be my buddy, David Campbell, right here in Tampa, Florida. He is drinking a 2019 B-bomb by Fremont mm. Brewing Company, which he picked up from Tavor. Mm. No notes, no rating on it. Uh, but if I had to guess, it's at least a four and a quarter. Because I I love when that one comes out. But 2019 B-bomb uh, from Fremont. Um, Sunny Pale Paye. Mm-hmm. He yeah. checked into a bunch of different things, and unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, um, I don't speak his language. So <laughs> his check-ins. Can you translate uh, it? Is there a translator? I could <laughs> if we go into Google, but like you said, we want to keep it a short. That's true. Show. Let's keep so, it short. But hey, he's definitely checked into a handful of beers. Um. And it's looking like a couple of them may not. Well, a couple of them may have just kind of been average, mm-hmm. at least according to his rating. Um, but let's see. Uh, yeah, a few of them not not making the cut. Two, two and a half, maybe three. Um, Jeff Seiler, though, on the other hand, is drinking a Black Watch by Highland Brewing Company. Excuse me, at the Blue Ridge Beer Hub, and he says it's on draft. It's a delicious imperial stout, big chocolate and roasty notes. Jeff, I don't know why you just left the letter A there. Maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> um, but four and a quarter caps for that rating from Jeff. Um, next on the list, Bill Schlemmer is drinking a, oh, 
Mad Flow by City Lights Brewing Company. And uh, three, what, three and a half caps for that rating. He just goes, okay, IPA. (laughs) So for that one, um, he also checked into a Poetic Hustler by Microphone Brewing. Poetic Hustler. (laughs) Yeah, Poetic Hustler. Like Denny, it's it's the names, it's the the label art, it's the you know that that get us to buy beers. Mm-hmm. And poetic hustler, I think, would have gotten you had you seen it. Yeah, I would have got it. He said good, but won't be a favorite. By the bitterness is off putting to me, mm. but still gave it three and three quarter caps rating for that one. Um, and then also had a big stout holiday, good stout. I'm not sure about the spice notes. Sid, like a little more subtle. <laughs> he may be feeling like I feel right now. Just All right. Like, it's okay. Buzz. It's okay. But four and a quarter caps on that beer. And speaking of treehouse, our Art check now it's not a treehouse beer, but he's drinking it out of a treehouse glass. Art check and by the way, he was my number one untapped buddy this year, is drinking a heady t- Topper by the Alchemist. Four and a half caps for this beer out of his treehouse glass. And he just wrote Common Browns, which probably seems like he's watching the Browns game because he lives in the Cleveland area. Um, continuing his check-in streak for the 17,000th show in a row, Chad Lamasa is drinking a hazelnut brownie by Whole Hog Brewery. Mm. And he said the name says it all. It's a liquefied brownie which I think he meant to type to brownie with hazelnuts. Absolutely delicious. Five cap ratings on this beer that he checked into two hours ago. Moving on up the list. William Lake is drinking a toasted Bach by Jacob line brewing company. Side note about line mm-hmm. I feel like that they uh, don't get enough credit. They make some, above mediocre beers at least in my opinion okay have you had you've had uh, more than just their lighter shandy stuff right i haven't had any stuff but their shandy. well i mean like the the original their you know the shandy i do enjoy especially when it's a, a hot day or something mm-hmm. but also too just their regular uh, what was it a red ale that they that they i think it was just a red ale that they started off with and then kind of expanded from there but i've had a handful of things from them okay don't hate it um, but he gave that three and a half caps for that. That was about an hour ago. I checked into a hazy IPA by Lost Coast Brewery. Checking in at the K9 Beer Cooler, which <laughs> if you look it up on Untapped is a strip club or <laughs> my house. If you want to look at it that way. Uh, three and a half caps for me and chew your beer. Oh, Robert. We know him as Robert is drinking a Rush Hour Triangle by Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. He said, Rush Hour, my second favorite Mm. four-cap rating on that beer. Uh, Florida Steve, I got tagged in this one. So did you. I think I did, too. I haven't had a chance to get to untap yet. I had to click toast on that one. Um, Florida Steve is drinking a Big Little Thing by Sierra Nevada Mm. Brewing Company. Uh, Three and a half caps for this one. And... I hope this would be for a good reason. After fucking around with the wife's car, I need a beer. Pretty smooth. But the booze comes through in the finish. So let's hit refresh and see if we who, who was any. that that drank that one? That was Florida Steve. Florida Steve. Wow. Florida Steve. Way to go, Florida Steve. And Bust that car out. 
Uh, well, I'm, I hope the car is running smoothly now. <laughs> um, and Jim Kudz all checked into a Monk's Reserve. This was two, three minutes ago oh. now. A Monk's Reserve Ale by Spencer Brewery. He said, I found this in the back of my fridge. Tastes even better after two years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I found this in the back of my fridge, too. <laughs> and it didn't taste good? <laughs> well, no, it was great. I actually like this beer. Was it two as years old? Fun. No. Okay. It was uh, It was canned on August 20th of this year. Um, but this beer is one of those ones that I do enjoy as a pumpkin beer. Um, but anyway, he said, I found it in the back of my fridge. Tastes even better after two years. Four and a half caps on this beer. Um, Amanda R. Gower says... Lining Kugel's Sunset Wheat yeah. was my go-to in college. Yeah. It's like Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles. Yeah, that's right. I would agree with yeah. you. Um, Eric Gronley, Liney's lineup after the Shandies have consistent quality. Some very good, not well-known lagers, Dunkles and Porters. They made a collaboration lager recently with Hofbrau. That was great. Mm. So, like I said, I don't think we give them enough credit. Um, Jim Kudz all said it was a Belgian quad. Mm. I think it was the one that we so were talking about. So that's a good about. beer to age right there. Cause yeah. That, 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 that reserve. Yep. It's yeah. going to be a Belgian quad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you can sit on one of those for a while, I've been enjoying the older beers lately that I can get a hold mm-hmm. of. But Denny, that is what everybody is drinking. Nice. Well, good job, Chris. They missed you, but they didn't disappoint. They came back for more. They mm-hmm. didn't let, they didn't let one. And it, we're even a week early and they still, had their check-ins in. So, so proud of you fan, guys. Fantastic. Listen, fantastic. Okay. Checking in consistently. So let's keep the conversation on the tap for a few more segments. I I got one little segment that I talked about here that I, you know, I, I kept saying, so here's what happened. Um, well, well, first let me, let me, let me promo the, the segment here. So have you heard me say my unique beer count is going down and now I have the reason why my beer count really is going down. So once again, I'm drinking beer with my buddy Alex, and I noticed that my unique beer count is now at 4,400 when it was just nearing 4,700 a couple months ago. And I told him, I said, Alex, my beer count is down 300 beers. What the heck is going on? And I'm like, something, you know, untap is broken. It must be broken. It's losing my check-ins. So, I, so so then I start looking at my difference between my total beers and my unique check unique check-ins and I see that now I have 800 more total check-ins than unique check-ins. And if you remember I mean we've talked about this before if I go back in the shows where we talked about my my counts of of how close I was only like 100 I think I might have had 100 beers the difference between my total and my unique right now i'm 800 there's 700 beers that they've taken from me over the last couple of years and i need to know why i have lost 700 why 700 beers had gone over to my my uh duplicate you know drinking so mm. i took a quick browse of the untapped support page and then i found this article and this link will be in the show notes so just remember visit our website Click the link. It will take you right to where you need to go to find out more about this thing. So it's called My Unique Beer Count Has Decreased All of a Sudden. What happened? That's a great article. That's exactly what I was saying. Mm-hmm. They, they state the problem is you were at, for example, 1,150 distinct beers, and now it shows 1,120. What happened? Well, the solution. 
the solution. <laughs> it's not really a solution. The description of what they did. So in order to keep our system accurate, duplicate beers are regularly merged. If a unique count has decreased, it's possible that you had checked into the same beers that were merged together. You can view your merged beers at this link. And at that article, there's a link to go to this merging site. And it takes your log, your your user, and then tells you exactly what beers that they've removed in the last 120 days. So here's how it works. I actually wrote this down so I can explain it in case people are too lazy to go out there and look for themselves. I'll just tell you. It's easier just to listen to me, right, than to go and, and read yourself. <laughs> tell me about it. So let me tell you about this. So here's how your beer history and the merges works. It says, the following is a list of beers that, so when you go to that page, this is what it says on the page. It says, the following is a list of beers that you have checked in that were once two separate beers in the last 120 days. But after further review by our moderator staff and or brewery, they are deemed to be the same beer. You can review the list below. And if you have questions, you can let us know at our help site. Well, thank you. That's not going to do anything, but, but you can let them know. Now, note, keep in mind that checking into... There you go. Yeah, there you go. I have none. Well, Zero. That's be, yeah, because you don't check into much. <laughs> I check into all the leaders. I got to check into this one. That I'm but there you go. That, that is, that's what I'm reading right here. So the, so, um, so the green text means that the check-ins, the check-in was to the correct valid beer, while the red text means that you checked into the duplicate beer, which is invalid. If you only see red text and no green text, that means your distinct, your distinct count, count did not go down as a result of this merge. This means... You checked into the incorrect beer, but then all your check-ins were moved to a new beer at that date that of This means merge. I did it right. That's all. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you think that your untapped distinct numbers are going down, guess what? They are going down. So now here's a funny thing. I went to that page and it says I don't have any duplicates, but I know that I was just at 4,700 last month or whatever. So that's within the 120 days that they removed my stuff. So I think that page is broken. Keep that in mind. If you don't see anything, it may not be absolutely correct. But I know that I I did not have 800 (laughs) extra beers because I'm pretty good about not checking into stuff more than once, only if I have a special reason to. And that's why I have 100 or so beers that I did that to. So yeah, so there you go. Now we know. So Oh, wait a minute. There's one thing I wanted to read here, too. So, uh, okay. So, I forgot to read this part. So, note, keep in mind that checking in a beer that has its own entry for the year it was produced, i.e., beer A 2016, is not valid unless it's got a year on the bottle as part of the logo or approved by the brewery. For best practices, don't check check into any beer that has a year unless it meets the standard. If you do, you are accepting the fact that your distinct count may go down. So there you go. I guess uh, I was gaming the system <laughs> by checking 800 into... times. <laughs> 800 times. I, I don't even believe I could possibly have that many duplicate... There's no way I had 800. I mean, I don't. it's a little bit crazy. A little bit crazy. But that's the reason why... Okay, we'll drop it. Let's move on, Chris. But now, now you guys know. And like I said, there will be links that you can just follow and, and, and find out exactly how many merged, uh, you know, check-ins you lost in the last 120 days. 
All right, so now it's time for the Brew Buzz, and the Brew Buzz is devoted to discussing various beer-related topics. And this week, we discuss our untapped year-end beer statistics, and we will talk about our favorite breweries that start with the letter C. Okay, Chris, I just got done talking a lot. You want to go ahead and start us off with your year-end beer? I certainly will, and I'll actually uh, I'll go back, and I'm going to... I'm going to share it oh. on the screen too. Oh, wow. So that way you guys can see a little bit about what I'm talking about. Because <clears throat> we had, I was trying to gather some information just to make sure I was reading the right thing. But every year, if you guys don't know this, if you go to yearin.beer in your yep. internet browser, yep. they will take you to this page where it'll tell you about your year in beer. And did you notice something too, Denny? It's presented I, by Ozer. I did see that. I I, th- I thought, whoa, I, I've heard that before because Chris talks about yeah. that app. <laughs> yep. I actually used Ozner, O-Z-N-R, uh, to buy a beer today. So a lot of breweries, if you're not familiar with them, a lot of brewery, a lot of breweries are using Ozner, which is an app that you can download on your phone, to sell their special release beers. Like here in Tampa, we have I bought one today from Magnanimous Brewing or Angry Chair or when I go through my uh, my El Catador Club, that's how I know I got a new bottle release that I need to go pick up is through this app. And uh, Osner is how you can buy those things. Now, mm. I, honestly, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but you know, it sounds good in my head. Yeah. But, uh, but we'll go through check-ins. Uh, we'll start here. I checked in 272 times in 2021 and my average rating was 3.95 which again you beat me out just a little (laughs) bit this year i just make sure i have you know better beers i'm drinking (laughs) that's true and you know what i can't fault you for that i want that for you um my first check-in was going to be unicorn rides and unicorn rides was from um Sorry, I just heard somebody out. Still Wagon Beer Company. Weird. Uh, yeah, Still Wagon Beer Company. Where hey, you're go? giving away uh, the secrets to the next segment. They're sharing your. I you're am? sharing our uh, our our show notes. <laughs> well, that's what I do. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, let's see. This is like crazy. Said, yeah, it's. Uh, hmm. Um, let's see if we're looking at, uh, beer styles tried, we're looking at 83 out of 225. And look, my, I, I improved from last year. Yeah, you did. 272 this year, checking in the 272 unique beers this year versus 226 last year, which I'm proud of. And I had a mead that was my top favorite beer. Um, let's see my top style, my top beer style in 2021 was my fruited was a fruited sour. Wow. Once again, a few years ago, sours were not my favorite beer at all. I wonder how many fruited sours you drank this year to be your, well, when you get into yours, I'll look it up just to make sure. Um, but in, in untapped, the top three checked in categories were first IPA, Mm -hmm. Uh, second was a stout and the second was a sour ale. 
Um, number of breweries that I checked into 136. Wow. Look at you. Nailing. I think that is the, I think that's the only bre- only thing I bet that I beat you. In you this did. Year. You kicked my ass. Um, <laughs> top five breweries of 2021 cigar city okay. right here in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, um, funny enough, one of my top fives is in Ohio. Um, but first one, cigar city. Second one, uh, Cigar City, I had 19 unique check-ins with them. Tampa Bay Brewing Company, which I had 11 unique check-ins from. Bastet, which I've only been to that place once. And it was with Joel, so it was probably like we got one of everything. Yeah, and you drank eight beers at that one. Yeah, it was a good time. We had eight (laughs) check-ins for that one. Um, Berry House right here in Tampa, Mm. which is definitely, they're a all-lager kind of brewery. I checked into six beers there. And then Ernest Brewworks in Toledo, Ohio. I checked into six beers there, which I was there for a friend's wedding. So I figured they, uh, friends of ours, go to that place a lot. Mm-hmm. Ernest Brewworks in Toledo, Ohio. So I figured, well, if they go there a lot, I got to check into check it out and see what's going on. My top drinking buddy was my buddy Art Warcheck. Nice who I just talked about him drinking a heady topper out of his treehouse glass. <laughs> so it had a better year. I think I feel like we improve every year, mm-hmm. Denny. That's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. So let's hear about your check-ins and your year in beer. Okay. So I was a little bit higher than you with 319 total unique check-ins at the time this was created. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had 270 last time. So I had almost as much as you had this year, last year. Yep. Yep. That means I have some drinking to do yeah. before the end of the year. Yeah. So I'm not quite now. It, it, I'm, I'm still under one unique beer per day. Right. My buddy, Alex, he had twice two unique beers per day as his average. Sorry, did you say two? two, 746, I think was his number Alex. for, for check-ins for, for last Tell year. me your secrets. <laughs> he does a lot of bottle shares and a lot of tasting. Okay. So, and a lot of, okay, a lot that's of fair. he went to a bunch of festivals that were in Europe and stuff. So, he's had a lot of taste, you know, taste and stuff. So, I, yeah, but, but I feel pretty good for 319 and I didn't go anywhere. I stayed, I stayed in Boise the entire year and, and went to Pocatello to visit my daughter, which we'll see here in a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my average rating, 3.99. I've been drinking a lot of good beer this year for an average of four, um, which is good. I, now I have rated some, you know, I have rated some beers below a three even. And I, but, and some beers I just decided not to rate because some, you know, I just didn't feel like rating it because I think something might have been wrong with the, you know, with, with the pour or something, you know, with the container or whatever. I don't want to rate a beer that I think might have just been contamination or something. So I, I just, don't rate it, but I did have a few below, you know, threes and below threes this year. I think I even had a half cap at one point uh, from Ooh. a beer I really didn't like, which I can't remember what it is. But but still, even with that, I I don't know how many fives I had, but I probably had a quite a few five cap ratings this year. I had a lot of good beer, so that's good. My first check in in twenty twenty one was Foothills Brewing's Sexual Chocolate Imperial Stout. Gave that one a four and a half cap rating, and that was from our listener Jeff Seiler sent uh you know sent a nice little gift in the year gift to thank Chris and I for helping him through a pretty you know a, a 2020 which everyone mm. was you know was having trouble we you know I'm glad that we were able to help 
our listeners out along uh, in last year and this year to get through the pandemic and, and at least have something to, to get their mind off of uh, everything else going on. And 2020 he, can suck it. Yeah. So he sent us a beer and I drank that beer and, and it really, I really enjoyed it. So thank you yeah, once again, Jeff. Um, I tried 96 out of 225 styles. Uh, so Chris, you, you know, damn, you almost doubled my, you, in fact, you were right there. It almost, yeah, just about doubled I mine. Was, no, no. Not I doubled, only tried oh, one a, and a half. You had a, a 50% more. I had 83 out of 225. Oh, Oh, it was a so brew. Again, it was a brew you, you drank. That's what you. Okay. A little bit more. My bad. You're right. It was. Um, I was the, supposed to. I was supposed to look something up to uh, fruited sour. Yeah. How fruited, many, yeah, how many fruited, fruited sours? I had? Yeah. Okay. okay right, you're I'm right. I, I did have more beer styles tried. Ninety six out of two twenty five. Not quite half, but almost half. Uh, my top beer style in twenty twenty one was a hazy New England IPA. After saying that I was not going to drink that many hazy IPAs, obviously I. You know, I'm a liar. I, I went ahead and drank <laughs> a, a few. And then my number of breweries that I uh, I drank from, 117 different breweries. So that's not too bad. Uh, my top five breweries of 2021, Jim Dandy Brewing with 19 check-ins. And that's pretty good. I don't live in Pocatello. I live in Boise. So I, you know, I either had the drive. I, I just spent quite a f- bit of time in Pocatello this year. And when I'm there... I'm drinking the beer. And then when my daughter comes and visits, she's bringing me beer. So she's coming tomorrow and she's got two four packs bringing them down for me to drink uh, some more Jim Danny beer. So by between before the end of the year, this number might be 21 because I have two new beers to, to drink before <laughs> the end of the year. I had, uh, I had 18. 18, 18 sours? Okay. sours. Okay. Uh, my second one is Lumber Beard Brewing. That's a brand new brewery I just found this year in January. When we went to Washington, we bought our pickup truck and I went to the bottle shop and we bought a bunch of beers and Lumber Beer was one of the breweries that we brought a bunch back and I fell in love with the brewery and now they distribute in Boise. So now I can get their beers all the time, which is great. Uh, 16 uh, unique beers from that brewery. Fremont Brewing, 11 beers. Mother Earth Brewing, 10 beers. And then the Schutz Brewery, 10 as well. So that's... uh, uh, Tied for tied for the fifth was the shoots and Mother Earth, and I visited uh, or I checked into seventeen different venues. How many venues did you get, Chris? Um, funny I, enough, I, I don't think that was that was on my list to put in. Oh, okay, so yeah. I'll, uh, I'll dig that out real quick. Okay. Um, but it, it's different for me every year because I check into an individual. That's place true. Yeah, you, every single time. Yeah, you have fake. Yeah, you check into whatever is around you. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So, so yours is always going to be higher than mine because I. Oh yeah, I check into real venues, <laughs> and then Untapped at Home for two years. I've been doing Untapped at Home. I'm almost. I think I'm almost to a hundred badge level on Untapped at Home. I think I'm ninety six or something like that. Ninety seven. Ninety six. I checked in. Christian one. Oh. Um, I had twenty six check ins here. I had twenty six check ins here at home. And then I had 12 at my previous house and then 10 check-ins at Joel's place. Mm. <laughs> so like what, 26, 12 and another 10. So we're what almost, almost all of those were here at home. <laughs> oh, nice. And uh, my, my top drinking buddy is my buddy, Alex Fuchs from Israel. And we spent, we had three drinking days this week. He was here last week. 
I uh, really enjoyed going out and, and uh, drinking with, with my buddy, Alex. Okay, Chris, that's our year in beer. Let us know, you know, what you, you know, what's your year in beer look like? Uh, we're, we're curious. Love to, love to hear what, you, what, what surprised you at least uh, out of that list. All right, Chris. Now, this episode is brought to you, our listener, by the letter C, where we discuss our favorite breweries beginning with the letter C. So, Chris, you want to go ahead? So, I just got done talking. Are you, uh, you want to go ahead and let us know yeah, what your favorite uh, C is? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite C. Yeah. So, the uh, favorite C out of, out of my list, they're both here locally. Um, and my one that we talk about a lot is cigar city brewing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like most people in the country are to the point where they know about cigar city. Uh, I mean, I even got a text from some friends today in actually my, my friends in Toledo, Ohio, they were drinking some cigar city highlight today. Mm. So, um, cigar city brewing company is always a favorite of ours. Uh, just because it's here locally, we get into their, their, um, El Catador Club, they make some amazing just barrel-aged beers. And then not only that, but they they make some just great one-off beers too that we that we're able to get here locally. Um, but the one I want to talk about is another local brewery called Copper Tail Brewing Company. And that they're right here in Tampa, probably, I don't know, 15 minutes down the street from Cigar City. And uh, some information about them. Coppertail Brewing Company, and this is from their website. It's uh, they're an independently owned production brewery and tasting room in the historic Ebor neighborhood of Tampa, Florida. It was founded on the desire to bring more quality Florida brewed beer to the thirsty masses. And now, um, the episode that we did with with uh, the Fermented Reality Beer Cast, Coppertail is now the official craft brewery brewery of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, it is. Um, but their, their tagline is Florida and Florida inspired and Tampa brewed. And I love the story that they have behind the name because copper tail is a sea monster that lives in Tampa Bay, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things that live in Tampa Bay. Um, and it says, we know this because our owner and founder's five-year-old daughter at the time told us about it somehow though. It seems like the perfect name for this brewery copper tail is the strange and fantastic that lurks beneath Tampa Bay. Copper tail is dreaming of the impossible kind of like the craft brewing industry going up against the giant mega brewers. The brewery becomes the brewery became operational in the summer of 2014 and our staff brews on a state of the art 50 barrel Rolex brew house. We have 2000 barrels barrels of fermentation space with tanks ranging from seven barrels to 250 barrels. So they, uh, they put out some really good beer. Um, when I got the time to spend with, uh, with John and Kristen, when he came to Tampa to visit, uh, we went over to copper tail and had a few beers there. So that's definitely going to be one of my, uh, letter C brewing companies. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't yet. I was supposed to get like a care package from Coppertel uh, when we were doing the fermented reality beer That's cast, right. and it never never happened. It never never came out, which is sad. Also, Berry House, I thought they might send me some beer as well, and never never happened. But it's okay. When I 
you know, I'll, I'll visit Tampa and we'll be able to drink these beers together. But yeah, I definitely am interested in Copper Tail. I really enjoyed the interview we did with um, Dr. Dr. Ken. Chin Fouch. <laughs> Faust. Yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, I mean, it was really, it was really uh, a fun time and, and uh, educational. I really enjoyed that. So we, that's still available. If you want to go look at the Copper Tail um, interview on Fermented Reality Beercast, that, that's still there. Also, did you, and you already talked about Cigar City as, as a secondary one, but we also did Joey Retner uh, interview yeah, right. as well. And I thought that interview was really nice too. You know, I, I didn't know anything about the the background and the history and the and, and what they went through. And I really enjoyed talking with Joey and learning about the the history of Cigar City brewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And certainly awesome. And, and I'll be honest with you, um C was tough for me because there's not as many C breweries, but um I totally forgot about Cigar City. I do really enjoy Cigar City. It would and I'll put that on my honorable mention as well. But I didn't put it on my list because I totally forgot about them. And I All thought right, you would. Well, I thought you would have uh, civil society. I thought you might uh, have on your list as well. I, I I didn't put it on there just because. I mean, the beers that I get from them, they were either they were super special and they were sent. They were given to me mm-hmm. when we were doing the uh, fermented reality beer cast. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I can get from them is like uh, I think really the big thing that I can get from them is their what's called fresh mm-hmm. fresh IPA, and. I've had it. It's good. I've had it, you know, fresh out of the can, maybe, maybe a week old from the brewery. It's a great beer. Um, but I haven't been able to try anything else from them. Okay. I, and admittedly, that's that's kind of my fault because it's, you know, it's a little bit south of us. And I'd like to try some more stuff from them. Okay. Um, but, you know, maybe in the future, maybe maybe we'll visit this uh, alphabet again yeah. as we go through this. Yeah. And we'll we'll see what what turns up. Okay. Yeah, we can so, do that for sure. I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about uh, your sea breweries, Denny. So let's see what you got on your list. Okay. Well, um, there was a no-brainer for me. Um, so that was my first one. And the honorable mention is a brewery that I haven't drank the beer from that brewery, but I drank the beer from the previous brewery. And I'm a huge fan of, of his, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But the first one is Crux Fermentation Project. I've talked about Crux. In fact, right there, there, right there. See that? That's a Crux fermentation uh, trucker hat right hat? there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could probably reach back there and put it on my head, but um, I have, I've, I've drank my Crux uh, Willie Becker glass. I've got, uh, we had two of them. Sarah broke one of them. It's okay. Um, uh, but still bringing that up. Yeah. Huh? Well, you know, it happens. You know, it happens. But um, I love Crux fermentation project. Now they're out of Bend, Oregon, and. This is one I've gone. I've gone to a bunch of different breweries in Bend, and I still haven't gone to this brewery in Bend when I've visited because, what you know, whenever it happens something somehow we just can't get out there to to go see them. I, I do my next trip. I do want to go out there and just spend some time in their in their facility in their area outside. Hopefully during the summertime when it's beautiful out there, just enjoy the outdoors, uh, the view of the beautiful scenic mountains and and trees and stuff. It's but the beer is incredible and they do so many varieties of beer and they do them all very very well and i just love their beer and so for me it was no brainer that my sea brewery was going to be crux because i just i love everything they do have they have they given me a beer that i didn't really didn't really jive with me yeah of course every brewery will do that but for the most part 
you know, four and above rated beers for, for all of them. They're really good. So their tagline is, it's all about the beer. And the founder and brewmaster, Larry Cider, uh, has been saying it since day one. And so do the brewers, chefs, and servers. They've even got a few regulars saying it by now. So that's their little tagline they have on their website. It's all about the beer. And it is true. They, I mean, they, the beer is fantastic. They focus on the beer. Uh, to do a pink boot society stuff too. They're really big into that as well. So it's, it's, it's nice. Okay. So I have, I'll just read what they have on, you know, uh, on their website about them. Crux fermentation project is a brewer owned and operated community committed to brewing perfection and ferment, fermentative, ferment, fermentative experimentation. That's a tongue tie right there. I can't believe yeah, I got I that, that out. Of the highest quality, from their one-of-a-kind brewing facility to their culture of true craft, everything they endeavor to do is driven by an authentic pursuit of the next great beer. Or whiskey, or wine, you get the idea. That's just a kind of hint that they're kind of moving, you know, they started with beer, but they're moving into other spirit, you know, thing, alcohol as, as well. Some some distilled spirits, some wine, some cider. So it's kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're broadening their, their portfolio. When it comes to these, to the beers, whatever it takes to make it good is what they're going to do. Rare yeast strains, whole leaf hops, non-traditional brewing methods, experimental aging processes. This is truly no compromise brewing devoted to the craft. At Crux, they believe that it is possible to totally change someone's perception of what beer can be, and that there is a beer out there for everyone. Just try their beers, and I think you'll agree. Or as Larry says, if you can't come to Crux and find a beer you like, you may not like beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good statement right there, right? Yeah. Uh, which, which, again, I said they have a, a wide variety of, of different styles, and they do every one really well. So. If you can't find a beer at Crux, then yeah, something's wrong with you. When it comes to their fermentation project, they believe beer is just the beginning. From whiskey and wine to ciders, pickles and kraut, the passion of, for fermentation goes or knows no limits, and the commitment to quality is never in question. It's why they become a favorite of locals, visitors, and beer fanatics afar. There is so much to explore and enjoy beyond just great beer at Crux. Located in beautiful Bend, Oregon, our tasting room offers a wide array of lagers, ales, and experimental beers alongside house-blended wine, whiskey, which is coming soon, cider, and beer-inspired menu of fine eats, as well as a lush lawn dotted with local food carts, weekly live music, and unbeatable mountain views of the Cascade Range. So there, there's my favorite sea brewery. That's a hell of a story to go along with yeah, that too. Yeah, I think it gives people a little bit of, you know, of uh, pros to go with the with the name. Uh, and I think their name fits what they do pretty well, right? They don't just focus on fermenting beer. They have a bunch of stuff, you know, whether they're making fermented foods to go with their, you know, with their beer and and using the beer in their foods. I mean, there's a lot of uh stuff going on. So that that's my my favorite sea brewery. Now, I'm going to give an honorable mention. I would, I'll say an honorable mention also goes to Cigar City. I really enjoy Cigar City beers. I just can't get as many as, as Chris can. I do get some here in town because now they're, you know, they've got the good distribu- distribution with Oscar Blues and that Canarchy um, project or whatever they have, you know, the, the 
the Kenarchy Coalition or whatever it is, but I still can't get, you know, I only get certain things in. I get fancy papers, which I actually like fancy papers. That's a pretty good, That's good. Uh, hazy yeah. IPA. Um, I get Hialeah. I get, uh, uh, I just drank some Madura Brown, which Maduro. is which is really yes. good. That's a really good brown. Mm-hmm. In fact, I shared it during our Black Friday beer. Well, it wasn't really Black Friday, but our Black Beer Festival we had last weekend. And people really enjoyed it. I mean, for a brown ale, brown ale's never getting love, but that's a really good brown ale. And so, yeah, I do. So I'll give an honorable mention to Cigar City. But the honorable mention that I want to give right now is, a, is again, it's, I, I am going to visit the brewery. And now they just opened the brewery or, or a tap room. I won't say brewery. They opened a tap room in Portland. So now I have a better opportunity to go and at least drink their beers when I visit, in, visit Portland, Oregon. That's Chuckin' Up Brewery. And they're out of Bellingham, Washington. Um, owners, uh, Mari and Will Kemper, have brought quality craft beers to their customers across America, Mexico, and Turkey since 1984 and are, go- and are glad to bring guests their ex- exceptional beer in inspiring, friendly, and lively environments both in Bellingham and Burlington, Washington, and now in Portland. Um, here's a historic – so um, I'm going to have a link to a video, and I watched this video, and it's fantastic. It was – before I um, f- found Thomas Kemper Brewery, they they were in um, Bainbridge Island in a warehouse area in in a in a, in a town, and when mm-hmm. I found them, they had moved out of that area over towards the sub base that I was at in the in the in the forest, and they had a like a little farm. They actually had a farm, and they were they had a, a barn that they were doing uh, storage, all the kegs and stuff, and they brewed in the in a metal um, shed or metal. Uh, Tin roof metal building. Um, that's when I, that was in 94, 93, 94, uh, when I saw them. So this is, so in 1984, um, they, they, they recorded on a VCR. I mean, yeah, VCR. You know, <laughs> I don't even know if people know what VCRs are, but video cassette recorder of the TV. And what's so funny is that I remember King Five, you know, uh, news and stuff. And, and, and I watched this 25-minute little segment. The beginning of it was the opening in 1984 of Thomas Kemper, or of yeah, Thomas Kemper Brewing in Bainbridge Island, and they were talking about how craft beer came, you know, starting to uh, to, to to start up right, and in Washington, and people were were steering, you know, starting to go away from the domestic light lagers and lagers and one and going towards imports. And I was the same way. I was buying imports because I wanted beer with flavor. And now they're going and saying, you know what? I, I can get good beer flavor without having to pay that extra price that I'm paying for shipping it over on a boat. Now I can pay the, a little bit more for the beer and I can get a really good beer that's made right here fresh. Um, and it's, it was, it was kind of a, a nice little video. So, I'll have a link to this video. I recommend if you are at all interested in understanding the beginning of, you know, toward, you know, fairly in the beginning of craft beer reestablishing itself after prohibition, when laws started getting changed that allows allow for small businesses to produce beer that is, you know, above 4%, you know, alcohol, that uh, it's a really good story. And, um, like I said, Will Kemper is is in it. Talks about uh, about it. There's also this guy Finker Finkler, I think is his name. Um, uh, he he's like a, a beer store guy that that sells beer at a store back in '84. Mm-hmm. Does a really good job of summarizing 
the styles and, and craft beer and, and I mean, really nice job. And um, yeah, so I'll have that video in the show notes as well, but they have that video as well. And then Chuck and Nut has won both Small Brew Pub and Brewer uh, in 2009 and Small Brewing Company Brewer 2011 at the National Great Beer, American Beer Festival. So they make really good lagers. They pretty much only make lagers. Um, and they made, they did make some L's when they were Thomas Kemper, but they started with Thomas Kemper lager, which was a Munich Helles lager. And that was just a, you know, a, a flavorful Helles lager. And then they, when, by the time they got to where I ha- had tried them back in 93, 94, and I was visiting there all the time because we would just go there and play horseshoes and volleyball and darts and, and drink beer and eat and, and have a good time. Um, they were making a variety. They had mostly lagers, but they also had, um, you know, they had some ales in there too. That was some wheat ales and some uh, uh, porters or stouts. I can't remember exactly. It was a long time ago, but but yeah, I I, I love their beer. And honestly, it was the first real craft beer experience was going to Thomas Kemper Brewery that got me started in craft beer. To be honest with you, I was drinking you know, Alaskan Amber and Red Hook, you know, those were two, two breweries that were producing craft beer at the time. I was drinking those, but those were not that close knit feeling of going to the brewery and drinking it from the source that this was my first from the source experience. And I just, and I loved it. So that's why, even though I haven't visited this brewery, I know I will love it because I have so many memories of when he was brewing beer at a, you know, the main brewer for, uh, Thomas, Kemper. Okay. Woo. Wow. All right, Chris. Um, that's it for the brew buzz. Anything else to say? Mm-hmm. No, no? I, I, I'm excited to see what we come up for, for the D. Yeah. Yeah. No D is going to be, well, I think it's no brainer that, that the shoots is going to be my top one because it's, it, you know, it, it along with Thomas Kemper, Red Hook and Alaskan Amber, those were all, breweries that 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 formed my foundation for craft beer because they all oh, yeah. provided different beers right um but yeah I, I don't know maybe maybe i'll surprise myself but there's probably gonna be a few d's that i really <laughs> i really like okay so chris let's get into our new and early beers and you could pull from you know three weeks worth of uh, beers you're right and uh, i checked into a fair amount of beers, but honestly, not ones that I wanted to, not ones that I thought kind of made the cut mm-hmm. as far as new and noteworthy. I had a, I had definitely one, which I'd love to talk about, okay. but um, I'm, I'm going through, let's see. Yeah. I'm going through my check-ins from uh, on untapped and I had, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I can I can come up with three. <laughs> I can definitely come up with three. Oh, um, okay. Wait a minute before you go. Um, Eric Gronley and, and Jeff Seiler have their C list, and oh, yeah, uh, so Eric Gronley. So did Tara. Yeah, Eric Gronley mentioned one that I have, don't think I've had any of their beers. Oh, Tara had one too. I didn't see Tara. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she just. Well, I didn't see her beers. Oh yeah, I see now. So go ahead and why don't you go ahead and read those, or you want me to read them? So, so Tara had, she said, my favorite seas were Crooked Crab in Odenton, Maryland, which I have a t-shirt from, which <laughs> I, I really do enjoy. Um, Kenshaw Hawken Brewing, 
company in Conshohocken, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and Cerveceria, oh, wow. Colorado, in Denver, Colorado. Denny, I'm so impressed with myself you did good. that I read. Yeah, that I'm correctly. glad you read those, not me. <laughs> um, so there's a there's some uh, some sea breweries from Terra, and then I feel like Jeff and Eric, they well Jeff had a couple, but like Eric said, he said not many seas for me. He's a Castle Danger in Duluth, Minnesota. Cigar City Collective Arts. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. I totally forgot about that, those guys. Yeah. Now I haven't had Collective Arts, but I've heard so many people talk about it. In fact, uh Chad Lamasa uh mentioned uh you know that the Collective Arts and, and some stuff when he sent an email many maybe a year ago or two years ago. Now I can't remember, but but yeah, Collective mm-hmm. Arts is one I didn't think about either. So that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh because that they they not only do they put out some great stouts. They do a lot of collaborations with other different mm-hmm. breweries. So yeah, I would totally back them on that one. Collective Arts puts out some great stuff. Um, and Jeff Seiler, he said his sea breweries were Cigar City, Central Waters, Civil Society, which we were just mm-hmm. talking about a second ago, Cascade, yeah. which Good for sours. Denny. Yeah. No, because yeah, it's, great. it's sour. And I just can't. I mean, I think they make great beer, but it's the money. It's the money, they're, they're and so it's expensive. It's, it's the money. Yeah, it costs a lot. But also, my gut just can't handle it. So I, yeah, I, I thought about Cascade, but it, it Cascade wouldn't win over Crux because Crux has so many variety of beers that that I love having a variety. Where Cascade is pretty much sour and barrel aged beers, you know that you know, and and they're good, but they're expensive. And my gut can't have too many of them. So, oh yeah, well, and that's the other thing too, because that if you if you can't, it's tough to be able to enjoy the beer and then also consume the entire bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he also mentioned uh, Cascade, and then he said Cerebral, which uh, is in Denver. I'm not. Sh- yeah, it? it's okay. in Denver. It's one we talked about. I, I mentioned it was uh, one that, that Tara. And Jim might go, you know, might consider going to when they were in Denver. All right. So, yeah, we had a little bit of a uh, little bit of everything from around the country. Um, but, yeah, Tara, that, uh, that the folks over at Crooked Crab, they have a, a special place in my heart because they sent me a T-shirt. <laughs> so so just send you free stuff and you have a special place. Okay, so it wasn't free stuff. <laughs> I'm going to admit to you guys right now. So I got a T-shirt last christmas from crooked crab okay and i uh i was a little heavier oh then that's true okay yeah and it didn't fit very well <laughs> it was so too tight it was showing off all yeah, your man it was, curves it was, a, it, was a, it was a little snug okay yeah and i reached out to him and i said hey i got this t-shirt from you guys and it's small can i trade it with you and they went oh yeah absolutely they were very gracious in the fact that they were willing to trade shirts. And I said, look, let me know what the cost is. I'll Venmo it to you, PayPal, whatever. I'll send you a check. I don't care. Whatever it is. I just want to be able to wear this shirt. And they said, you know what? Take the shirt that you have that doesn't fit as well. Give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Said, okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Advertising. We'll send you out a new one. We'll send you out a new one. And, um, you know, someone else can enjoy a shirt. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Well, now from this Christmas to last Christmas, uh, let's see. I've dropped about 
25 pounds. Yeah. So it probably fits. I haven't tried the other one. <laughs> so we'll have to see. Yeah. But I have I have two shirts from Crooked Crab. One's in that, you know, one's one size, one's another. But um, but yeah, we'll uh we'll have to see how those fit because I haven't tried the smaller one. Nice. Okay, how about your beers? So, what about beers? Okay, so beers, I had one from Mountains Walking Brewery in Montana, which is a state that never gets craft beer love. Um, but Mountains Walking Brewery put out a beer called Sweets. It was their Blood Orange and Coconut, which I gave a 4.25 wow, that's an, cap rating That's an to. interesting combination, Blood Orange and Coconut. It was. It was really kind of, it was just interesting to put it lightly Mm -hmm. um it was really really good the tart and then the kind of that savory sweet like that coconut's got that almost that umami flavor to it right it's got some savoriness to it but it's definitely sweet and and uh candy like in certain aspects that i gave it a 4.25 and um it was a really just well, fruited sour. Yeah, there you we go. There's one of your fruited sours. <laughs> one of my fruited fruited sours. Um, but I I enjoyed this one a lot, and it was one of those beers that um, I enjoyed while I was out doing yard work in your frost buddy. out of my frost buddy. Um, and that one I gave a four point two five cap rating too. I had one here locally at uh, Green Bench Brewing in St. Petersburg, Florida. Their Deutsch Langhar which was a Munich Dunkel. I gave it four cap rating. Denny, I will update it all in our notes here in just a second. Okay. Um, but it was just one of those beers where it's, you know, kind of nice and warm outside. You're in just enjoying, enjoying the sunshine. And it was a nice, crisp, easy to drink uh, Dunkel sitting outside and watching, just kind of enjoying the, uh, enjoying the weather as, as we do here in December. Cause because you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always say this, but I, I never thought I would enjoy December as much as I do now. And I did have one more from beer zombies brewing company, the zombie of dankness. I gave this one a 4.25 as well. And this one was uh, one that I had some fun with. I had some little toy figurines to take pictures of, and it was it was a really good just kind of uh, a good West Coast kind of IPA, and it was uh, zombie or beer zombies. From what I know, they're out in like Nevada, Las Vegas, that kind of area, and it was very piney, very resinous, and then had that nice bitter kind of just hoppiness to it. And it was really just kind of nice to enjoy and sit and kind of kind of separate those flavors. Just go, okay, well, I've got some bitterness here. I've got some kind of that piney, that resinous flavor. Um, and then I got, and not only that, but it had some really cool label art mm. to it that it was based off of, uh, if anybody is an Army of Darkness fan, right? So you've got uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, anybody who's uh, kind of into those kind of movies. But like it looks this? like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was basically a uh let me see if I can pull up the this is Army here. of Darkness right here. Yeah. Well, actually, no, this is um, the first one. Um Evil 
Evil Dead. No, Evil. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Army of Darkness. Or, yeah. So Evil Dead. Uh, Evil Dead fans. So the the front of the beer or the the label art on the beer is basically, um, is basically ash, but in zombie form, and there's all these you know the dead just kind of like reaching up and grabbing at him. And the, the label art was really mm. cool. Uh, and I really enjoyed it just based on the label art alone, because I, I, I do evil dead. I enjoy those movies. I don't know. Obviously you did too. Uh, yeah, no um, evil dead. Uh, I mean, remember I was, you know, in high school when evil dead came out and it was like a cult classic for us. So, um, it, but it was one that you watch that movie and it's just like action nonstop. So your heart's just like, mm-hmm. boo, 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 like constantly beating for an hour oh. and a half. <laughs> yeah. And even now that movie scares the crap. Yeah, out of me. No, it's, it's, uh, it's good though. But it was funny because I remember that movie. Um, Eric Gronley said, good call on central waters. Jeff, I don't recall having a bad beer or even mediocre beer from them. All excellent. Um, I remember seeing that movie when, well, if you were in high school at that point, then I was a little kid at that point. <laughs> and I remember seeing that movie. I had a friend of mine staying over at my house, just kind of on a sleepover. And he called his mom and told him to come pick him up at like midnight. Cause he got scared mm-hmm. from that movie. Yeah. But, but yeah, so let's talk about your new and noteworthy beers, Denny, cause you've got a few of them. I'd like to hear. About. Yeah. Just two. Just two. I, uh, I I drank a bunch of beers, I but I only have two that I'm going to talk about. I wonder why that is, because I should have more. Because we did have, like I said, we I, I had a little get-together for... Oh, you know what? I mentioned those beers last time. That's why. Because that was the uh, last recording that I did. I mentioned that we had the Black Friday, and I, and I, and I didn't get Tom invited, which, which we made... I'm going to make up for, because he's coming over next week going to share some beers with tom Byrne, um some some ones that that uh, my buddy alex brought but there's two beers i'm going to talk about since uh, for a week you know, basically we've only been you know, it's only been a week since we since our last record so i only have a week to go with so the first one i mentioned a while back that mother earth brewing out they're in nampa idaho they opened their first you know big brewery there and then now they're in idaho you can have two tap rooms in well, two taproom breweries in in the state. That's all you're allowed. And they opened a new. I think it's a brew, like a small brewery tap room, but maybe I'm wrong. But it's at least a tap room in Boise uh, downtown. And the grand opening was Friday. And my again, my buddy Alex and I went Friday to go to the grand opening and, and see what the, you know see what it was about. Now it was crowded. It was packed. We were outside in the cold because every inside was just like you know nut to butt people just too much but uh and and for the most part their beers they had there wasn't anything special for the opening but they did have uh they broke out a a keg of an old mother earth four seasons of mother earth the winter of 2018 so it's a three-year-old beer and they brought brought this out it's imperial it's a double coffee or imperial coffee stout and i hadn't had it before which was surprising because I pick up every single one of these beers that I can find because I love getting these four season beers and they're good, um, but I hadn't had it, so I I grabbed that and and we had one beer each because it was just too crowded and we went off to uh, we went over to Clairvoyant. That's oh you know what that's the other beer the brewery I forgot to mention Clairvoyant Brewing in Clairvoyant. Boise. 
that that's another one of my favorites. And I totally forgot to mention that. But I talk about them a lot, but I would put them as as a, a top brewery as well. They 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 make some fantastic beers, only served on site. So you have to come to the pub or the, the brewery to, to drink them, but they really do a good job. So yeah, clairvoyant. But we went to clairvoyant after we went to Mother Earth and uh they were having a special party. They it was booked out. And so we had to turn around and go back out and we went to Oh, Barbarian. Yeah. I won't talk about Barbarian. But uh but yeah, this is their uh their uh double coffee in, in, or imperial coffee stout. What I said about this is the grand opening of the new Mother Earth Taproom in Boise. This is a great beer that has aged well. It has a bit of cinnamon, and the bourbon character is subtle, and the beer is super smooth for 12.5% ABV. Wow. So this is my first beer of the, of the, the night, and I started off with a 12.5% because I was going to town on that. And I gave it a four-and-a-half cap rating. It's really well done, held up very well for three years aging. I mean, it. I think anything that dropped out, it dropped out in a way that made it very enjoyable and and just a good beer. So that that's my first one. And my second beer, I only have two beers, I ha- and I have the bottle here to show everyone on um, that's watching live. This is a uh, Belching Beaver Brewery. That was one of the, my favorite bee breweries. That I, in fact, my favorite bee, bee brewery. Oh no, Boneyard was, and Belching Beaver was my my second one. Um, All In Eighth Anniversary. This is their eighth anniversary beer. And it's called All In, and it's a uh, imperial. It's an imperial coffee stout as well. <laughs> wow, I got two imperial coffee stouts <laughs> on this list. I didn't realize they were both the same style, but it is. Um, so I, so what I said here on Untapped is I bought this a year ago and was waiting for the right time, and the right person to share it with. Well, tonight is that night. This is a really good beer with a bit of sweetness and a big maple, brown sugar, and chocolate favorite flavor like a chocolate chip pancake. Like imagine making a chocolate chip pancake and then pouring maple syrup on it. And it kind of had that flavor, right? And I gave this a four and a half cap rating. And what's amazing about this is I've mentioned it many times that I really do not like maple syrup in my beer. And the reason why is it Mm. comes across way too sweet. But this beer didn't come across too sweet. It really came across nicely and added to the, the richness of the beer and uh, and did a good job. And I think maybe because I let it age an extra year, that it uh, that it really was nice. But look at this label. Isn't this label like wow, incredible? That's awesome. I mean, it's a really good label from Belching Beaver. So, um, and this was eleven and a half percent beer too. <laughs> but yeah, Belching Beaver. I uh, and they have a new anniversary beer that's out now, and it's like. I think it's like 20 bucks for a bottle like this, like this. And I, mm. I passed on it. I should buy it. I might go buy If it's still available, I'll go buy it. But I knew. Go get it. I, yeah. I knew I had this one. I hadn't drank this one yet when I came across it. And I was like, oh, I haven't drank last year's beer. And again, I don't want to drink a 12%, you know, this, you know, this seven, uh, 17 ounce beer, you know, by myself. Uh, being that sweet and that big, I want to share with someone. And I was, I got to share with my buddy, Alex, who is my, you know, my, my number one uh, beer share, you know, guy that I share beers with. So he, he really enjoyed it. And we had a good time drinking beers 
after the Black Friday beer fest we did, um, he came over for dinner and we shared some beers when he came over for dinner. And then we went out again Friday night and we shared, uh, you know, some more beer. So like I said, I went, we went out three times in the one week he was here and, and really had a, uh, a, a great time. Good. Yeah. So those are my new and noteworthy. Let's close this show out, Chris. I said, we're going to keep it short hour and a half and we're right there. So let's go ahead. Yep. And before we close it out, let's go ahead and raise a glass to, you know, someone or some people we'd like to raise a glass to tonight. So I would love to raise a glass to guys, everybody who wished me a happy birthday the other <laughs> yes. day. Guys, thank you so much. That means that does mean a lot to me. And I definitely appreciate all the folks that said happy birthday, especially to the post that you uh, you sent out uh, on our Facebook page, Denny. So guys, cheers to you for that. And uh, Denny, who would you like to raise a glass to? All right. First off, I, I like to give a toast out to our Patreon uh supporter of the night and that's tom Byrne. i I mentioned him just a few minutes ago and uh thank you tom for your support really appreciate it and he will be coming over on wednesday the 29th he's going to come over we're going to share some beers that my buddy alex brought from israel and and i think tom might bring a couple beers too so we're going to have just get together and share some beers and uh, talk about the story of the uh the barley wine what happened to the barley wine that that was going under there was a mis there was a mishap so I look forward to hearing the, the whole story behind that. And of course, uh, I want to raise my glass to all of our listeners. I want you to have a wonderful, this is releasing on the December 30th. So if you listen to it on New Year's Eve, I hope everyone has a fantastic New Year celebration and cheers to 2022. And being a former serviceman, I want to raise my glass. I want to thank all those who have served and who are currently serving in the U.S. military services, protecting our freedoms. I hope all those deployed are able to return home safely very soon. And Chris, why don't you go ahead and talk about our new sponsor? So let's talk about our sponsor, Frost Buddy. Frost Buddy. All right. So Frost Buddy, specializing in cooling containers for your beverage of choice. Frost Buddy has the Universal Buddy 2.0, which is right here in <laughs> my hand, which is the world's first universal can cooler for 12-ounce cans, slim cans, bottles, and even 16-ounce cans, which is what I was using it for this evening. Frost Buddy also has the world's first universal wine cooler, 24-ounce stainless steel mugs, and even stainless steel dog bowls. Mm-hmm. Visit their website at frostbuddy.com and use the promo code TAPTHECRAFT at checkout to let them know we sent you. Denny, there has actually been a few people who have already gone out and purchased these based on our recommendation. Guys, cheers and thank you so much for doing that. Cheers to all you guys. We really appreciate it. I I mean, I hope there was a discount, but if there wasn't a discount, at least uh, I'm I'm grateful that you put our, let them know that that, uh, you came from us. That just helps. And I wish there was a lot more yep. of our sponsors that would provide feedback as, as how many people came. Because I know that Brewer Shirts had a lot of people come from us. I'd mm-hmm. love to see yep. the numbers on, on what we help them uh, achieve yeah. as well. But but it's, but it's definitely cool because Frost Buddy, every time someone uses our our promote, our promo code, I we get an email. And I think, Denny, I need to update the email address that's on it. Uh, <laughs> but we get an email that goes, hey somebody bought one guys thank you so much not only does it help them 
because they have a really cool story behind their uh, how they got started. And I'd love if we could be able to get the time to chat with yeah. them a little more. Yeah, but we should we it, should invite them on the show and see if they want to uh, talk about how they they got their their start. Yep, and it's it's definitely on my list. I've already sent that email out to them. But, okay. Uh, it also too, guys. It helps us. It helps promote the show. It helps us. Uh, well, reach out to companies like Frost Buddy and <laughs> send, and uh, get cool stuff to give away, and uh, it helps us grow too and support our our show. Yeah. So thank you guys yeah. very and, much. For and that. we will be giving away four Frost Buddies in the next year. Mm-hmm. So we these things are awesome. yeah, and we are coming up on our two hundredth episode. I think that'll be our first giveaway. Let's do a giveaway for our two hundredth episode. So let's start. So that should be yeah, that'll be in a it's few in weeks. yeah, it's in a couple months, but but. Let's think about it for our next, like, like our first show of, of 2022. I think we're going to come up with our contest. We'll think of a good one and we'll give away our f- first Frost Buddy 2.0, Universal 2.0 on our 200th episode. Yeah, we'll be putting out a video here soon, too. I already started taking footage of it today <laughs> uh, on on this guy right here because it's pretty amazing what you can do with just this little cooler. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we we talked about it before, Denny. Like we're using it. You talked about it on the last episode too. Just I've been using it while I've been out doing yard work and stuff like that. Man, it is keeping my beers cold for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, I think that's a great. Yeah, it's a great time when you're out. When you're out at the, I think it's also good if you want to kind of hide what you're drinking. If you're out at the soccer game with the kids, you don't yeah. want people knowing yeah. that you're drinking beer or hard seltzer or whatever you just put it in that thing and now you have a nice and it keeps it cold during the game and you can uh, partake without yep. making a and, scene and you can use it just as a cup right you can use it as just a tumbler and it they give you this little insert that will fit the slim cans like if you like things like white claw and stuff <laughs> like that like my wife does it'll fit one of those too or just the 12 ounce cans or a bot a 12 ounce bottle or these 16 ounce cans that I've been using in mine today, mm. it just slips on there and it's ready to go. Well, there we go. There we go. Pretty excited about these. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get, let's close the show out, Chris. Uh, you can find the beers and the links to the articles mentioned on the show in the show notes located on the show post at tapthecraft.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at loose screw. And Chris, how can our listeners follow you? You will never find me on Twitter at Chris underscore McKenzie 82. And thank you, by the way, for reading my uh, handles the last episode. <laughs> but you can always find me on Instagram and untapped at MCK1345. And remember, you guys can interact with us on everything social at Tap the Craft. That's right. All right. It is last call. It's time to bring the show to a close. We want to thank you for downloading and listening. And we ask you to please tell a friend, spread the word. And of course, Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And uh, just a reminder, we release on a bi-weekly schedule. So every two weeks, a new show will be released. Now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer. Cheers and happy new year. Cheers. Happy new year. Happy new year.